Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hear ye, hear ye. Soccer Dave's internet is as frozen as the tundra across the United States. We got negative 11 degrees expected. We have the lowest total in an NFL game in the recorded database this weekend. We have a, 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 a bearable Michigan, you know, Western Kentucky style 31 and a half team total. We got a full slate of games on Christmas Eve. Our wives cannot wait to watch Bills Bears and negative 11 degrees. Uh, we got We got games on Thursday. We got games on Sunday. The NFL is taking over our lives, but uh, at least Derrick Henry remains a constant against the Houston Texans. It is the Week 16 Swolecast. Please don't dupe me, bro. I'm begging you, don't dupe me, bro. It's the poop narrative. Kitchen's been waiting to say those words. No. The five years. Well, guys, we're here. Soccer Dave tried his best. You know, he 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 went out to his garage. You know, two and a half minutes before the show started, <laughs> was shocked that his internet connection wasn't working. Peter remains on paternity leave uh, better collective apparently giving great paternity leave these days and uh we, we got none other than mr rich rebar lord reeves from sharp football analysis joining us today uh and i mean rich what a beautiful slate we have here to talk about you know new orleans cleveland houston tennessee just i mean the 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 best and the brightest under the lights you just love to see it what games don't have weather issues? Could, are there any of those on the slate that we can find? Uh, Minnesota. 
Philadelphia, Philadelphia, Dallas. They, uh, you know, that has the Gardner Minshew issue, but uh, it, it is at least being played uh, under the dome at Jerry World. So what can you do? Tuttle, we're looking great. We're matching. Uh, DraftKings sent us this, you know, basically as an apology for, uh, for you know, not closing our accounts on their website all year. You know, we got a nice spending so much time on their site. Yeah, we got a nice little throw blanket and an ugly sweater. You know, it's perfect. Yeah, um, we were talking a little bit pre-show about all the swag they sent us for for wasting money on their site and how our uh, our families actually enjoy it. So uh, I won't complain. Uh, the sweatshirt's actually comfortable too. It's not like the uh, it's uh, it's a nice material. It's, it's, kind it's of not that material. it's not that scratchy wool that right. you get. You know, you go to you go to Goodwill to go get the uh, the ugly sweater, and it's always it's always the worst material. And Reeves has got the baby Yoda. I mean, we are we are all. We, you just, you know, we're, we're very, very excited for a slate in which, uh, honestly, it is actually kind of interesting that Philadelphia Dallas at least has a wrinkle in it because had Jalen Hurts been active for that game, uh, I mean, what are we, are we talking about? Like 30% ownership on AJ Brown, like just, yeah. you know, Gallup, you, you think you're going to be sharp playing Gallup, he gets to 17%. Noah Brown, Reeves, Noah Brown, we might see 11% on Noah Brown this weekend on DraftKings. I mean, it's really unbelievable. Yeah. And the, the fact that like Hertz didn't get like injured in the game for like us to have like kind of an inkling that he might play, like kept the pricing down everywhere. He's what four, eight on DraftKings. He's six, one on FanDuel. Um, this is by far like the best like team Gardner Minshew's ever been around. And like, he's been functional on like a really terrible Jaguars team. He started against Dallas last year in week 18 and he had 14 and a half fantasy points. And that's a game where they didn't have Arthur Juan. They didn't have Dallas Goddard. Miles Sanders didn't play on the offensive line. That game, the Eagles started LaRaven Clark and Andre Dillard at offensive tackle. Jack Anderson and Sue Opeto were the guards. Like it's a whole different environment for, for Gardner Minshew. And he's totally like serviceable. But what's interesting is that, you know, playing quarterbacks like Gardner Minshew haven't been profitable in DFS because they don't, can't get those 30 point ceilings, but 5k. I mean, how many, so how many quarterbacks do have the 30 point ceiling? It's, it's three, four, four guys, right? It's yeah. Allen, Mahomes, Fields and Burrow probably that that's really, that's really about it. Um, and, and it's not as if, like, I mean, my first inkling in the slate was like, oh, I'm just going to do this Mahomes thing again because he never gets his own as he should be. But you can't stack him. Can't, well, you, I mean, you can with Kelsey and McKinnon, apparently. Apparently. apparently you just, and and Hardman coming back, 3,800. Listen, we Hartman. waited 10 years for this Jarek McKinnon renaissance, man. This has been it's 10 beautiful. years in the making. I'm trying to pull up old articles from like the fake football.com that I wrote about Jarek McKinnon as a prospect. Uh, they don't exist anymore uh, for some reason. I bet, I bet if I Google Davis Maddox, Jarek McKinnon, I can find some old good stuff back when he was the, oh, uh, what, was your, what was your site? Wonder Sports Kid? Wonder Kid. It, it doesn't. Yeah. So what's weird is, is I let the life, like I didn't renew that whatever one year, but someone else bought that website and did their own thing with it. Like it's its own it's its own entity now that that I was not uh, a part of at all. So it is the right now it redirects to the Milpitas Recreation and Community Services Fall <laughs> Municipal Guide, um, which you know you just you can just never say where where the stuff comes from. So I guess the overview of the slate since Peter is not here with us is all the totals are really low 
and that's going to lead to I, I mean honestly uh the, the the Vikings game being played indoors between the the Giants and the Vikings like we're going to get Darius Slayton chalk you know it's like yeah, that's going to happen Justin Jefferson the highest projected guy of the slate uh D Hember I what a what a bummer for for David to not be here because Derrick Henry gets this matchup against the Houston Texans Malik Willis is going to start again the same way he did the last time these two teams played the last two times the Titans and the and and the Texans played Malik Willis what was it he threw one pass in the second half that was a throwaway and, and like nine passes in total and it was just all Derrick Henry another 200 yard game and then yeah I mean Philadelphia Dallas I mean some of some of these team totals uh, are are like even the Bills are down to 24 and a half the kind of a bummer that Tyler Lockett is not playing for the Seahawks that you you think that probably limits the ceiling a little bit there I mean Seattle Kansas City should theoretically be a really good game but I I have a sense that it's not going to be Reeves I mean that's another one it's supposed to be what you know minus five uh, on the field there so I mean yeah that's a because you know that's with no Lockett I mean you've got you know DK Metcalf in this just kind of tremendous spot right and the Chiefs are just getting flooded by wide receivers. They're, they've had the most points per game to opposing wide receiver one targets in the NFL. They're dead last in DVOA against, you know, wide receiver ones. Uh, we haven't really seen DK Metcalf play a lot with Tyler Lock in his career. It's the first game he's going to miss uh, since Metcalf's been on the team. Um, but he does get like a bump. I mean, just this, he's run, he's run 144 pass routes in his career without lock on the field. And he's been targeted on 29% of those routes and he's got 2.1 yards per route run. So there's definitely elevation here. If we can just get some warmth, you know, put in Missouri. He's a, he's a grown ass man. Can it be the Derek young breakout game still? Yeah. I'm a, no, I'm I, Mar- forty forty three hundred dollar Marquis Goodwin is going to get mega. Yes, yeah, that's that's the issue. Is there are actually a lot of cheap wide receivers that are playable this week on DraftKings. So there's really no reason to take a a stab on wide receiver three for for the Seahawks. But uh, Derek Young was a bit of a preseason darling. He's a guy that's got some decent measurables as well. So it'll be fun to watch him play. He he actually made a sick catch that got called back. I think for a penalty last week. Um, yeah. But I'll, I'll keep my eye out on it. He he might be my terrible take just because I'm a <laughs> I, I'm a sucker for measurables, and I do think that game still has potential even with uh, with with weather issues there. Noah I mean, Fant too has had a huge boost with Lockett off the field this year. I mean, yeah. it's, he, he's only run you know Lockett hasn't missed time, but he's run 41 pass routes without Lockett in the field, and he's averaging three and a half yards per route on those on those plays. Eh, maybe I've got I've got Noah Fant alive in a DraftKings Millie semifinal. Ooh. It's it's we're it's we're now to the point of the best ball season where you know the individual players you have less because so many of your teams have uh have died off. It's uh you know we're we're pretty close to Millie season there. So I guess let's go to quarterback uh on DraftKings Josh Allen way up at eighty five hundred Mahomes eighty four hundred Fields seventy five I I've gotta say I'm pretty intrigued by fields here because I don't I don't think it really particularly matters to his mm-hmm. outcome the temperature like it's like this dude is not throwing to these guys anyway uh although Byron Pringle did score a touchdown last week um yeah I mean I'm pretty pretty intrigued by fields at 7500 and the Bills defense sneakily like not as good as they were projected to be preseason 
Tuttle, you got you got you got Fields on the radar. Are you are you editing uh, LeBron James's projected ownership for NBA tonight? Well, we did get to, we did we did get the the Golden State news bump, dump uh, just now, but no. Um, yeah, I mean he's he wants the record too, right? He wants the Lamar Jackson record. So you got the. Uh, I mean, not that it matters all that much, but he's got to get uh, what is it, two hundred one yards or something like that over the last three games, uh, and he said he's going for it. So, yeah, I mean, I wish this game, and, and maybe it will turn out that way. Um, maybe we get we get into some positive temperatures in this game because I, I do think it's pretty intriguing for both quarterback perspectives. Um, Chicago's defense is is definitely uh, something Allen could pick apart in terms of throwing the ball. Gabe Davis continues to do nothing, uh, but continues to lose me money because he's so cheap. Um, he's always on, on, he's got that potential for a breakout game all the time. So yeah, I, I, I do like this game quite a bit and in hoping that some of the temperatures get uh, rise a little bit in the Midwest to make the is, game a little more playable. Is Gabe Davis the biggest single season price faller at wide receiver? Because he, he, I got I think he got up to 6,800 and now he's down at 5,000. I mean, that is a, that is a giant, like, because nor, normally DraftKings mm-hmm. is once, once you have the spike week, you stay, you don't, you don't, you know, once you have a 30 point game, you don't drop too much in, uh, in salary. I mean, I, I don't have high hopes. Yeah. For 69 that game. is what he got up to. Yeah. So I don't really have high hopes for that game. weather turning around. Although Reeves has, Reeves can give us a great soliloquy on the Bears defense. I mean, these dudes are basically, I mean, Reeves, they're like tackling dummies. Like they have nobody left. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they've getting absolutely flooded. They've had the most yards per play since week six. They did get a couple guys back last week. I mean, it didn't help them against the Eagles, but like they at least put up a fight a little bit defensively, uh, forced a couple turnovers. Ironically, this would be, a, if, if the weather holds up, this would be more of a bigger signal Gabe Davis game than it's been. I mean, I've been writing about this dude for like seven weeks in a row that they've just been facing nothing but like man coverage teams. And he literally is one of the worst wide receivers against man coverage. He, he can't get open against anybody. But if you look at like his game log, it's not surprising when you see like the, the his two best games, like over the past eight weeks have come against Minnesota and Cleveland, two teams that are just strictly zone based defenses. Uh, and now we're getting a bears team that just plays a, a lot of zone. So there might be a shot for Gabe Davis if the, you know, we can get some non wind here. I mean, it, I'm curious, are you guys just playing it as like, just wait till Saturday anyways? Because we did this like last Saturday, right? Like everyone's tweeting at 11 o'clock, like, look at these pictures of Buffalo. Like, what are we going to do? They can't even play in this. And then like you get to the game and like two is just like hucking it, like, you know, his 38 yards. uh, You know, I I don't, (laughs) I'm not on the sharp side of these things all that often. I'm more often to be the square side guy, but that was an all time, like you got to bet the over. You can see that one coming. Yeah. There, there were enough. There's enough towels, or were enough towels that you could see that coming. Well, I actually did bet the over on that game, and I like actually felt like a mega mind. I like felt like the galaxy brain dude when I saw all those because the the total of Buffalo Miami when they played yeah. in week three was fifty four and a half, and it was forty three and a half. I just thought there was no way that made any sense. I would say. Uh, our good friend Chess Liam has been making this argument, which I think is really stupid for That's months hard. now, which is that Josh Allen is like uniquely situated to smash in these bad weather games because he's so big and strong and he's the only quarterback that can cut it around in the big win. I would say probably the thing that he's actually uniquely positioned to do here is the the race for the one seed is so tight between the Bills, Bengals, and the Chiefs. None of these teams can afford to take their foot off the gas at all. Like they can't just be like, oh, well – like weird weird loss to the bears it was cold you know like they just there's no room for that and the value of the buy is so big that i think 
we should get four quarters of him, you know, running around like a, like a madman. But I mean, honestly, the really interesting thing is like, do you actually play Gardner Minshew? He's, he's one of the few guys in a good game environment. AJ Brown and Devonta Smith are super easy stacks with him. CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup, Dalton Schultz. Uh, I, although Goddard is going to be back here, which makes me like Devonta, maybe a, a smidge less, but I mean, 4,800 on this slate, you can get him in with Jefferson. You can get him in with Henry if you want. I, I'm inclined to to maybe play him, actually, given all the weather concerns. Yeah, I, I think so, for sure. I mean, we talk about – you mentioned other quarterbacks like this failing this year. This is by far the best spot, right, of, of one of these min-priced quarterbacks. Like, I don't think it's been been that close. We've had I mean, guys the, that, like, we the Ellinger, the, the Ellinger <laughs> yeah. spot was really good, but he's just terrible. Yeah, right. And we we have a bigger sample on, on Minshew. Um, I, Rich has the better read, I guess, on if they'll let him sling it or not than I would. But, I mean, if there's no hesitation from a play-calling standpoint, I would think it's – it's yeah, he's, he's a great player. Yeah, I mean, you look at Dallas uh, the past few weeks, they, they've had a little bit of cluster injuries in the back end that's really kind of opened things up. You know, they lose Jordan Lewis and Anthony Brown both for the season. Uh, and since that, they've allowed three, you know, four touchdowns, 300 yards to Lawrence last week. Davis Mills threw for almost nine yards or pass attempt against them yeah. the week before. They were just rotating quarterbacks, but they've lost a, a bunch of quarterbacks. Trayvon Dix hasn't really played well the back half of the year. So, like, their pass defense is pretty suspect right now. And the Eagles are just a team from a top-down stance. I think that we all would agree. Like, we kind of believe in the infrastructure there. So, I mean, I, I definitely do. So, I, I believe that they're going to attack Dallas. This is my concern. This game just does not matter for Philadelphia at all. They So, as long as they win at least one game the rest of the way, they're the one seed. But there are actually even still paths for them to lose every game for the remaining for the rest of the year and still get the one seed. That is a dangerous spot to be in if you are uh, a Gardner Minshew backer because they could just be like, dude, I'm not sending out Arthur Juan to, you know, be put in the hospital by a bad Gardner Minshew pass or, or whatever. You know, this could be the the Boston Scott game. Um, I mean, I, I, mean, I would have. There's still three weeks left, though. Like, anytime no, I, th- start, I think it's too early to do that. Every time we start having these conversations, like with this far to go, like it, like we never see teams start wrestling. I, 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 saw, I did see a crazy <laughs> one. Uh, so it's it's if the Jaguars win tomorrow, and the it's 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 something if the Titans game next week, there's a chance that the week 17 Jaguars. Texans game would be a hundred percent meaningless and it would be a week 18 win and you're in and and it, someone was suggesting that Trevor Lawrence would rest the week before and I was like oh. that's too much it's way too like Trevor Lawrence is 23 years old hasn't been in a playoff game like they are not resting this dude no chance you know um so I I and I do think Kirk and the at Kirk Hawkinson Osborne Thielen Jefferson these dudes would have been popular anyways coming off. What would Kirk have 480 passing yards? And that would have been popular anyways. Going to be extra popular because of the, the, the fact that that's, a, that's an indoor game. And then another layer of popularity on top of that, the, the, the Eagles being an underdog in this game actually makes it like, you know, marginally like four or 5%, whatever, more likely that the Vikings could get the one seed if they win out. So just like more, more attention on them as a team or whatever. I just, I think we're, I think we're going to flip the cards on Saturday 
you're going to be sitting around with your family and you're going to be like, Kirk Cousins is 18% owned. Like it's going to be, it's going to, it's going to be one of those things. I would say no chance I play Kirk. Like no chance do I do that. Um, it's not a great like- spot for him. He's, he's been awful against the blitz. Obviously Giants number one blitzing defense in the NFL. He's been terrible against man coverage defenses. Giants number one man coverage defense. Obviously if Justin Jefferson can lift the tides of all that, but it's not a great spot for Kirk Cousins, like objectively. And they're not going to be down thirty-three to zero at halftime in this game. You would, uh, you would anticipate, you know, they, the Giants they kind of slog here. you out. They've done this kind of to like everybody, everybody yeah. that they faced. Uh, so I would not expect it to be like a bonanza game for sure. Uh, yeah. Although, I mean, the the the. the do we, I, the Shit, Giants, 45 points might be a bit. I was, I was going to say, I was going to say 45 is pretty high. And then Alt was additionally <laughs> going to say, do we think 22 and a half, which is the Giants team total this week, do we think that's above or below their season median? It's got to be, it's got to be pretty close, pretty right? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't, I guess. I'm not going to go. Dude, Sa- not Saquon, go was, Saquon was looking good last week, though. Let me, let me tell you that. There was, there was a little bit of an overreaction to him splitting work in the one game where he had the neck injury. But he seems fine now. Yeah. Kind of the reverse DeAndre Swift situation where we all read in to one week of Swift getting good volume and then he's back to being Justin Jacko, uh Justin Jacobs spellback. Uh all right, let's build let's build a DraftKings team and Reeves, you can you can get the first pick since you're the guest. Uh what do we want to do? Do we want to do the, the four eight hundred bench you? Just... I mean, you it's this is this is Your a goal. choose your own this choose your own adventure <laughs> and you are the captain. <laughs> And if you pick the quarterback, you pick the you pick the stacking partner too. Yeah, you got you got to pick a stacking partner. All right. The so yeah, I mean, I think when we look at quarterback, we either go really cheap or we we would play one of the guys that are that can run, where we would take a shot on like Fields or something. But yeah, let's do Minshew uh, at forty eight, and then we'll do Arthur Juan. Beautiful. Never never gonna complain about playing AJ Brown, who is a. Uh, Less expensive than Chase Diggs and Jefferson's. I'm interested how that ends up playing out. I wonder if I dig, got we got to be looking at like three percent on Diggs in that outdoor game. That's um that's pretty interesting. All right, Toddle, you're next. Um, I talked about. It. I'm gonna go Saquon. Okay, yeah, all those mm-hmm. wide receivers, man. Because uh, the the late game too. I don't know what the weather's supposed to be, but uh, it's a pretty great spot for Devontae Adams too, and feels like everyone's kind of cooled on him. Oh, big time! I mean, just like the uh, the the narrative around the Raiders right now is just everyone laughing at them. So that's uh that's definitely a part of it. Um, all right, I'm gonna take Dalton Schultz at tight end. He's priced at 4,200. He keeps getting a bunch of targets. He had, got the goose egg. Did no? He got he got two. I don't know he got two. He did. I, I saw him with zero somewhere. I don't know where. I saw him. Uh, he he got outscored by Hendershot last yeah. week and then Ferguson the week or the two weeks before that. So it's uh yeah. I mean he's having a really weird season. I mean obviously he was really overdrafted, but he is still out there all the time. No, the Cowboys are really frustrating because they have an ultra thin target tree when you look at it from like the top ten thousand foot view. But then all these Jamokes score touchdowns. Like on <laughs> you're like, oh great, it's such a concentrated target tree. And then they get in the red zone, and Calamore's like, you know what? I got this play for Peyton Undershot. Watch this shit. Light it up. <laughs> he's learning. He's learning from Andy Reid. He's like, you got to get to the five yard line and then bring yeah. all your random dudes yeah, like in. Yeah, you bring it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Reeves, you're next. Uh, what kind of money we got? Five thousand a, a pop here. Is that what we yeah. got? Yeah, we can throw in a defense too to 
What's what's the defense? You could you could probably play. You could literally probably play any defense this weekend. Like you could play play the Bears at dead minimum because you're just like, well, Josh Allen, his hands are going to be cold. Let's do um, let's do the Panthers though. Let's do the Panthers against uh against Goof. All right, so that gives us fifty six seventy five per spot. Uh, all right. So is there anyone cheap else we can get in this game? Probably not. Uh, I, well, I would say Quez Watkins was yeah, maybe Quez. a little bit playable, but but now that Goddard's back, I think he'll be back yeah, to yeah. useless. I mean, listen, man, Tariq Young, three K. The I would say if we want to play a cheap wide receiver, we could we could correlate. We could do uh, we could play Richie James, or we could correlate and we could play forty five hundred dollar KJ Osborne to cor- to to do the the bring back with Barkley. We don't need to go too cheap, though, either, really. Yeah, it's, this is a play whoever you want spot, Reeves. Yeah, yeah, it's just he's jumping out at me. Uh, not a lot to love here. <laughs> name, I mean, name, it, you name, know what? It's, it's like it's decent-ish options. Yeah, you know, I was kind of looking at DJ Moore. He's, yeah, see, I think he's a pretty solid option, personally. Yeah. Let's do DJ Moore, Denniston Jr., all right. I'm going with uh, Gabe Davis. We'll take Reeb's, uh, Reeb's own narrative here. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm in on that. Uh, I'm going to take – so I, I, I get the sense that people got so burnt by Chalk Kamara last week that they're going to look at him in yeah. basically the same spot and not play him this week. And Oh, yeah. I, I'm all over. I'm all over uh, Kamara this week at, at 6,800 against. I mean, Cleveland has a horrible run defense. Uh, are, are the Saints drawing live at all for the playoffs? I guess they yeah. are because the, the, everyone in the division is live. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got, I got, I got Kamara there. Uh, we all right. So we got 6,100 or no, we got 5,400 here at Flex. We we don't have a ton for you to choose from here, Reeves. No, this is kind of rough. We got fifty four hundred for flex. Yeah, we got like Algier, Brian Robinson. You know, TJ oh, Hawkinson. Yeah, we can't even get. Yeah, we can't. Drake even London, Drake London, who I really like. He's probably the best dude, right? We can't yeah. play Brian Robinson. There's no way. Not Tyler Algier either. No. Although yeah, the, million, the million one. winner had Algier last week, didn't they? Yeah, he just soul read. He soul read that Caleb Huntley was uh, was going to get an Achilles injury in the middle of the game. All right, I'm good. I'm good with Drake yeah, London, yeah. and then we can come up. We can play the. Oh, we can correlate. We can play the Saints defense here. Uh, Deshaun Watson playing in negative eleven degree temperatures. The with uh, in the lowest total game, uh, lowest total game since the the beginning of these databases. Don't you is, don't you uh, think that's probably worse so for? Not for the sake of this lineup, but in general, playing defenses for fantasy yes. just because they won't, they, no one's gonna throw. No one's gonna right. throw. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everyone's everyone's gonna play these cold weather defenses, and then the Cowboys defense is gonna intercept Minshew four times and end up being the optimal. Is totally what's gonna happen. Uh, so we can enter that. I, I don't have the free roll pulled up. This is normally Peter's bit. You can enter this in the, you know, the whatever the the Modelo free roll for freedom free free fighting. <laughs> Hold up, I'll, I'll have it. I have it. I have it. Um, ooh, wow. They're going big this. Oh, this is Thursday. Never mind. They have a big 50K free roll tomorrow. That's the biggest yeah. I've seen. Um, 
Oh, no, they do have a 50K free roll for Sunday, too. So there you go. NFL holiday free contest series. There we go. They are they're uh, I mean, you know, they're feeling the they're feeling the Christmas cheer, which uh, we, we would love to encourage. All right. Running back. I mean, it is uh, the the best we got at running back right now is is Kenny Walker on a very dinged up ankle as a 10 point road dog. You're just hoping, I guess, that he finds Pater twice. It's it's not great. I mean, Tuttle, are we just are we just playing Derrick Henry? Like, is are we just gonna are, we, are like I didn't play him last week. I didn't play him the week before. Do I just have to? Do I just have to let myself feel Dehember? I mean, if you're playing Minshew at quarterback, you're probably yeah, you're probably playing Derrick Henry, or you're crying about it. Um, I think like one of the best. Well, it's not best. The absolutely ugliest leverage play you could do on the slate is Malik Willis at quarterback. Hope he get he he snags some goal line carries away. You're getting leverage off the Minshew salary at 4,800 versus 4,900. You're getting the Derrick Henry leverage, who's probably going to be about 30% owned. Um, it's very unlikely <laughs> to happen that Malik Willis pays off, um, but that would be my my leverage take of the week. But in in cash games and. Yeah, I mean it's it's Derek Henry. Every, everybody's going to see what he did against Houston the first time around too. Um, and it's hey, look, it's Sosa's pick of the week here. Gift of the week is Derek Henry. Wow, throwing it back, throwing it back to Alabama, Derek Henry. I mean, did, there's no what, way what his you, teeth looked that good in that, when he was at Alabama though. So this must that's be like the, a, that's <laughs> that's the throwback though. That's the um that's yeah. This the, is the, the, a recent the, picture with the old jersey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean. Reeves, Malik Willis, what do, what do we think? What, what do you think about Tuttle's terrible take of playing Malik Willis? Well, it's a pure he, leverage take. Yeah, I mean, I totally understand uh, the angle there because it's, 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 like you said, it's reciprocal. You're pulling on, on Minshew and you're pulling on Henry. Uh, definitely tough to feel good about a guy that, you know, what, completed 11 passes in his two starts. Uh, <laughs> definitely really tough. Uh, and, he, you know, he, he didn't really run in either game either. Yeah, that was a bummer. The disappointing part. He did. He did a little bit, but not not like Justin Fields or Lamar. Yeah, or like he. Yeah, yeah. Like this, this is what we don't care about, though. And it's Kitchen's point. If you're if you're playing Malik Willis, you're hoping he steals two touchdowns and he gets the hundred yard rushing bonus, and then that's it. Yeah, that's, you're hoping he gets that's what you're drawing points, for. Basically, mm-hmm. like yeah. rushing. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I I last week. Again, I don't do sh- I don't do sharp things very often, so I got to beat my chest when I do. Ramondre Stevenson at three percent last week was was an absolute jam. But I think I don't think he'll actually. Were you, end up- were you sweating at the beginning of that game? Tell me you were sweating because they, no, they he did. No, I mean I was only playing him. Start him. I, I yeah. was only playing him in tournaments, so I was. You always are expecting to lose. I actually after he scored that what was it like a sixty yard touchdown or whatever, I was in first of the big GPP the afternoon one on DraftKings and yeah. was holding it for a little bit until Brady threw that touchdown. Well, I played him too. And I was sweating nice him catch. early because then he, they uh, tried to get him a goal line carry too, didn't score there. And it looked like they wanted to ease him back in and not actually play him. And then they just, and then they started to. getting their, well, they started getting their yeah. asses kicked as yeah, well. Exactly. They so they had to. Yeah, Mac Jones, real tough look for Mac Jones this year. Terrible, oh terrible. my goodness, that was one of the worst games I've ever seen a quarterback play last week. And then I mean, you, you cap it off with him just getting just submerged into the earth. 
<laughs> I mean, at one point he was a he was like eleven for twenty six for sixty eight yards or something. Like it was it was it was really really bad. I I do like Ramondre again this week. Uh, not going to fall victim to the David Montgomery stuff. I think he'll maybe get a little bit popular here. Just people expecting them to basically run a ton. I do like Dalvin Cook, but I mean maybe for the first time as a 49er we're actually McCaffrey's going to be chalk because he's not he's not hard to get in they they've not used Tyrion Davis Price at all they barely use Jordan Mason Tevin Coleman has been active but playing special teams only I mean Reeves this is this is your uh this is Shanahan bro he he finally you know he's found love he's he's found he's found his one true running back and he's just going to give McCaffrey all the touches he needs that's what's been the story I mean the last two weeks He's played every snap but one in the first half. Like Jordan Mason hasn't played until the games have been over and he's trying to, you know, salt away wins. Uh, and it's been kind of back to like old school McCaffrey. I think my favorite stat of the year ongoing is that the, the 49ers have only allowed one back to have over a hundred yards against them this year. And uh, he currently plays for them. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is pretty cool. I mean, Tuttle, McCaffrey at 25%. Or Saquon at fifteen percent. Which one? Which one do you like more? I'd probably just take the ownership discount. I think they're comparable enough. I, I think McCaffrey's obviously a great play, but um, uh, both of them will be less than Henry, though. Yeah, I think Henry will be ultimate chalk. Um, you kind of mentioned Kenneth Walker off the bat. I'm trying, like, I can't get a good read on how what his ownership's going to be. Because um, I, I, I do think he he's will a really be good the classic. He'll be like Latavius Murray from last week, number one points per dollar option, but no one will play him because he's gross. I, he, people are gonna, people are gonna, I know better on on him. Yeah. Um, and I feel yeah, pretty people good. People will play him. the locket thing too. Uh, I, I don't think he'll be. I don't think Kenneth Walker will really get get there. Yeah, I don't no. think so either. And he, but he's got a good price tag. Um, he wasn't limited in his role at all. I, I guess I didn't watch the game closely to know if he was. I mean, he hasn't been efficient, so it doesn't. I guess you wouldn't really be able to tell. He wasn't. Way he, was bothering yeah, I was going to say he wasn't efficient before. It's like he right, was. Right. He's the he's the home run style running back. He ran I mean, a lot he, more pass routes because Homer had that fumble uh, before yeah. halftime that basically lost the game for them. You know, it didn't yeah, at that five, moment, but five targets for Walker, second highest of the season, other than the loss to Tampa Bay. So he he feels he feels like a an absolute smash to me. Um, Pollard, sort of interesting. Zeke does keep scoring all these touchdowns. I mean, does anyone want to go dumpster diving on Dante Foreman or Dare Ugambawale or Royce Freeman? I mean, is this is this finally the DeAndre Swift week? Do we do we finally get a, a twenty eight pointer from DeAndre Swift? Probably not. It, the you, the value you play him when he's not chalked though, so I'm like I'm fine with it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't expect yeah. a huge role change, but he did see nine targets last week. I think it was, um, you know, he starts converting on those. He gets some touchdown variants in his favor. There's not very many playable running backs under six K this week. Like I think people will play Pacheco because of the spread again, that's going to happen. But other than Pacheco, I don't think they will be very high owned RBs. I could see Foreman, I guess. Foreman's always a guy that I underrate or undervalue in terms of how the field's going to treat him. What? And he ends up being stone chalk. What would have to happen for people to play Jarek McKinnon in DFS? How many weeks in a row of 30 fantasy points before people play him? Oh, people are playing him, but like the the the, the, the like the the projection based people aren't obviously. So like the the no. nerds, the the nerds, the, op, also, the Opto Bros uh, aren't playing him. Yeah, and then we got McCall Harmon coming back, right? Like 
the, the yeah. baton. Like this Mcmackinnon's like whole role kind of started to spike when Hardman got hurt. And like we all were like, oh, they're all their jam. wide receivers are so dusty. Remember, we were like, oh, Tony's gonna take over the role. And then we tried to to will to, to wish cast Sky Moore into that spot. We we're yep. like, yeah, Sky Moore's gonna do it. And then the, the Chiefs were like, no, we're just gonna start throwing Trek McKinnon. And so like with Hardman coming back, like it throws a new wrinkle. Because so we've seen like the, the oscillation of the Chiefs offense, like whoever has the hot touchdown baton, right? Like it was CEH for like the first five weeks, then it was Hardman, now it's McKinnon. Like, who gets it next, right? Like I mean, so Mahomes, Mahomes needs to throw for 981 more yards in three games to get the single season passing record, which one guarantee him and Andy Reid wanted to get it. I would, I would, I would bet heavy that they have had a conversation about it and that both of them want to do it. But the other interesting thing is they're going to do it and only have one guy get a thousand yards. I think uh, Kelsey, Kelsey is the, yeah, yeah. I, I guess Juju could get there. He's on pace to get there but i mean that one could come down to like one reception the other way but we we got all these dudes mvs two touchdowns mckinnon five touchdowns hardman four noah gray has one justin watson has two ceh has three fourths i mean just what a bizarre team it's that's why, uh, this, I, that's I why this is no. viable it's viable i think it is i and this is why i think no because the prices for the chiefs guys still are giving you the chance that you could luck into Justin Watson, two touchdowns, Sky, two touchdowns, Tony, two touchdowns, Hardman, two touchdowns. Like, I, I still think... You're not getting killed if those guys... So you could get a Kelsey 20-point game. You could get a Juju 20-point game and not be dead. Um, so even if they... Because Kelsey's so expensive. Um, right. He's, what, 8K on DK? I think he's like 8,600. He's almost the same price as an elite quarterback on FanDuel. He's 8,600 on FanDuel. So even if Kelsey gets you 20 points at that price point, that's probably not enough. So you can I mean, get Kelsey he, doing the heavy lifting and you still would be fine. He had 10 for 105 last week. I've never seen this before. Guy gets 10 for 105 and doesn't get the little flame on draft. Yeah, and it was a disappointment. <laughs> <you know? laughs> uh, I mean, I'm trying to see if there's any way. I, oh, this is going to be the guy that, uh, you know, when when uh, when Levitan tweets about their ownership projections on Monday morning, he'd be like, ah, oh, you know, we missed on Miles Sanders because all the all the the non nerds, all the all the, um, the the toilet shitter line of constructors are going to click Miles Sanders because I mean, they'll need someone to replace the touchdowns. But then also Nick Sirianni did like this whole big soliloquy about how they need to get Miles Sanders the ball more after. He barely played last week. Well, Sam, Miles Sanders is going to be the chalk of the week. Yes, because I do think the GPP bros will talk, do the whole leverage angle on it too, right? They'll mm-hmm. say Minshew is going to be 15, 20%. Yeah. And then they're going to talk themselves into playing Sanders, who will then also be 20% owned. Like how like how Pacheco ended up being, uh, like Pacheco was 30% last week. Like insane. Insane. Um, yeah. For All a dude right. of that archetype. Like yeah, yeah. We, we talked about it on Friday morning. It was yeah. I mean, he's got like he's got like what like four catches all year or something like like absolutely insane. I mean, anytime you're gonna willingly jump a guy that that probably catches one pass at thirty percent ownership, like you just gotta you gotta cut man, you gotta cut out of there. I don't know if I've ever seen this before, but right now Justin Jefferson at wide receiver is projected five points better than every other wide receiver eligible player. I mean, he is gonna get so jammed against the giants which i mean and deservingly so like i could totally see 
just like you basically yeah. if you don't have Justin Jefferson, you're dead this week. If we run into good weather though, man, like just or better weather, like there there are some receivers in some fantastic spots this week. They're just all outdoors. That's why Jefferson's gonna get just just pumped up. Yep. Like, can we get can we get like not even like just can we get three degrees with like not a ton <laughs> of wind? I mean that would be that would be, but you're right. I mean, it does. It is setting up for like if just one of these digs, you know, digs, DK Metcalf, Devonte yeah. Adams, like all have amazing spots this week. It's just they all come with some ancillary weather stuff. I I, I think Metcalf is my favorite. I think you you do Mahomes. Maybe you just do Mahomes and Metcalf, and and you 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 play the best plays around there. You know, I don't know. I I probably can't play Mahomes naked, but I do Grant. I do Grant Tuttles. I'd probably play him with Hardman, I think is what I do. So that's the issue. I think Hardman has the role now. Um, When he returns, I think he'll return to the role. But that was what I was interested when we never really got to talk about what the receiver room is going to look like when everyone's healthy. But now that they're all healthy, um, I mean, I think they're still just going to run MBS out there on on every play. So it'll be Juju MBS. They'll rotate Hardman in. Watson, yeah, Watson, will, Watson will lose some snaps. Sky will basically go back to not playing, and, right. and Kadarius Tony will get his six snaps a game. Yeah. <laughs> but, so, it. I mean, the guys that they're starting, then you can't play MBS really. Uh, so, the, the guy you would hopefully have some or potentially have some appeal is Hardman at 3,800, but he's not a volume guy. So, you're just hoping he binks one. It's, it's um, guy, not, not even one, probably two. Yeah. Probably two touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, Terry McLaurin, the fourth highest projected wide receiver of the slate, uh, against the San Francisco 49ers. Gotta say, not particularly interested in that. I, I am interested in Dotson, though, Reeves. Uh, I mean, listen, Washington's gonna finally have to throw. I mean, this is the one thing that's because, like, McLaurin is like all these elite, like, peripheral stats since Heineke's taken over, but they've thrown the ball fewer than 30 times in five of his eight starts, and I think one of his past six. Uh, but in the games where Washington's had to throw it over 30 times, I mean, McLaurin has games of 573 and one, six for 113, eight for 105 and a touchdown. Um, it's a CD Lamb went through this for, like the beginning of the year. Like we're CD Lamb at all these just amazing metrics. And you're like, well, cool. Dallas is throwing 25 times. Like who gives a shit about his target per out and target share? Like, you know, we need, we need some actual volume and it's still can be a problem week on a weekly basis with Dak. That's why his target numbers are off, but that's, what's really kind of just thwarted McLaurin over the stretch. Cause He's getting elite usage, and the 49ers, as good as a defense they are, they give up production to opposing wide receiver ones. I mean, they're also, uh, you know, giving up production to uh, downfield targets. So there is opportunity there if you get the pass volume. We have to figure Washington's not going to run the ball right here, like at all. Um, they'll probably no try. Well, yeah, they'll, they'll try. <laughs> they'll try, yeah, for sure. And so if you get, like, Purdy playing as good as he has to open the game, at least it's going to force the issue and force some targets. But – Washington's just been so slow and they've been so run heavy. It's, it's made it really hard for like, even a guy like McLaurin has all these amazing metrics to say like, yeah, he's going to get there. So maybe this is the week we get some value. Uh, yes. Yeah. I think you are. I think you are correct. Um, I don't know who else, who else is interesting. I mean, the well, giants you, guys. Yeah. You're going to see Dan. That's what I was going to say. James. I think you'll see Daniel Jones kind of get steamed a little bit because of those guys. I mean, you can play him separately, obviously, but uh, Richie James is showing as one of the top point per dollar options at thirty nine hundred. Hodgins is forty one. Slayton's fifty two. Oh, um, yeah. So I think you'll see his Giants stack that game. Oh, we get the Daniel Giants Jones and Jefferson. Kid. 
Yep, I think that's. I think that'll be a fairly common approach. Um, it's it, what's interesting about that matchup is it's very similar to last week's with the Colts. Like when Matt Ryan was getting you know steam coming into Saturday as a streamer thing, but it's like the things that the the, the Vikings are worst at were all the things that the Colts are worst at in offense. They couldn't take advantage of it, and the Giants are the same boat. Like, you know, it's all vertical passing is what absolutely smokes the Vikings. And, the, you know, we have another offense that's just a ludicrously poor vertical passing offense. Uh, so is Slayton the guy that you would take shots on then? Yeah, I mean, when you talk if, about just like the the weakness, yeah, of the of the defense, he would be kind of – he would be the guy. But, I mean, it's still – so we're in a kind of a very similar spot as the Colts spot last week. Yeah. But J- but I, Jones runs. That's the thing. And, and if you look at Jones's – spike weeks or fantasy they're all correlated with his rushing games like it's 100 like there's no give or take the weeks he runs he scores points and when he doesn't run he scores nothing right yeah yeah uh which i mean i don't know i like uh i like Ayuk a little bit here against uh mm-hmm. against the commanders he he seems like a ceiling guy i i wonder i mean are the Bengals like is that are they going to be able to pass it all or is that just going to be like mixing Piran? I guess I don't know. I, I off the top of my head, I don't know the forecast for that one. I assume from the, the total of the game that it's not 10 great. to 15 mile per hour wind. I mean, that doesn't seem as bad as some no, of these. It's other not as ones. bad as some of these other. Exactly. <laughs> Comparatively. We're excited for it. I mean, if, if T Higgins and Chase can combine for 38 DraftKings points and Burrow gets to 22. I don't know. I mean, this is just so annoying. Like, why do I have to be a fucking meteorologist to play <laughs> to, to play fantasy dude, football? You, I know you guys have seen the dudes, the the hard dudes on Twitter too, that like fight for these teams continuing to play outside. Oh, it's and, nothing, like, it's nothing oh, worse, man. Nothing worse. But I don't even understand like how it's like enjoyable as a consumer, right? Like, yep. I don't know. Like we 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 do it for selfish reasons. We want like the optimal settings, but like. If you have like a setting like for, for for good football, like don't you want them to be like in a situation where it's gonna like maximize the game and not take anything away from it? The, their argument it. is like purity, right? I guess. I mean, it looked cool at the end of that Dolphins game. Like the snow looked cool. <laughs> I mean, you're you're not you're not wrong, but it's just it's like so. Also, it's like uh, it's like one of those things too, where it's like uh, yeah, you you like it from your couch like you're not going to these games like how many people are going to go to saints browns in negative 10-ish weather like like if i set the line at a thousand people there you think you got the over i haven't even been outside in three days i don't like not going to watch a football game not going outside to watch a football game for four hours and yeah 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 no it's absolutely horrible all right let's uh let's build a fan duel team uh, you know, I mean, Gardner Minshew, maybe, maybe uh, he's still he's still pretty cheap there. Maybe maybe they'll uh, they'll get a cold weather multiplier. This, see, that's the future. Is uh, any game where the yeah. temperatures below ten, you actually get a one point two x multiplier fantasy points. It's gonna it'll uh, it'll level <laughs> the field up. I mean, just like uh, from the surface here, there are uh, Kenneth Walker at six point nine k. I'm just looking at FanDuel salaries for the first time, as you can tell. Yeah, well, yeah he's I, cheaper than Jarek McKinnon on FanDuel. Yeah, yeah, I will be. I will be. Uh, spoiler alert: If you're in a contest with me this weekend, I can guarantee Kenneth Walker will be on my team. Maybe we we could do we could do the we could do the Mahomes team here. I, I'll, I'll let you go first on this one, Tuttle. I'll take the easy layup. I'll, I'll take I'll take the Kenneth Walker layup. I'm fine with that. 
Boom. Easy peasy. All right, Reeves, you can go next. Uh, let's see. We so we drink Kenneth Walker. Nah, it's tough to on FanDuel. It's really tough to find a chief. You know, just like you said, you can't play Kelsey at eighty six hundred. Fantastic. No, you really matchup. can't. But I mean, you just can't. You can't get there. Like you need what a hundred yards and two touchdowns. Um, and, and, yeah, and I mean, you, need, you need at least you need at least twenty five. And, yeah. and you need yeah, and you need ten nine catches, ten catches to get there. Yeah, that's just absolutely brutal. Uh, all right, so I was gonna I was gonna say DK, but we went there. Let's do. You want to do McLaurin on this one? He's seven K on Fanduel. I I will never say no to Terry McLaurin. Yeah, <laughs> except for August. Well, buddy, I learned my lesson. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to take, I'm going to take Mahomes on, on this team. And uh, I, I will leave it up to the room if we're going to stack him or if we're going to follow the chat's idea of playing him naked. So, yeah. So I think the naked is even more so on FanDuel than, than DK. DK oh, I can right. see trying yeah, to sneak yeah. in Miko yeah. and, and things like that. But with this, yeah. this Kelsey pricing at 86, I think naked's the way to go. And even on because on FanDuel too, like catching a touchdown from one of those guys, if you stack them, probably doesn't get you there in any of the guys where on DraftKings, right? It's exactly, a huge, it's a huge deal. Yeah, yeah. Um, we talked about it. the The take in general was that potentially the Giants. No, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there. Well, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go Saquon again. Whatever. Lame. Wow. Tuttle, <laughs> this is lame. Even I, I was gonna, I was gonna give the the speech on. I was gonna go with with Reeves take. If if they get beat, it's gonna be downfield Slayton. But I think Slayton's a significantly better play on DraftKings um, because I think Richie James and uh, Hodgins will actually have ownership on DraftKings, where it's not gonna be quite as high owned on on FanDuel. So I I like Slayton a lot on on DK, but FanDuel it's it's whatever. Yeah. All right. You go. You go. Uh, wait. Is it my turn? I just got confused. Yeah, you uh, picked uh, no Reeves turn. Mahomes. Okay, oh. yeah, Reeves. Reeves, your turn. All right, I'll save us some salary. Let's do uh, Noah Fant. Let's get this onslaught cooking. Okay. All right. So now, now we definitely gotta, we definitely gotta bring someone in. Um, all right. Let me get Fant. So, do we want Smith Schuster at seven point three, or do we want Hardman? Was he even? He's like Hardman 50, even priced? He's- Five or fifty-six, I think. Okay, yeah. Let's let's do let's do that. Let's do Hardman. All right. And then this 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 actually so far this could total this is a drawing live. We have not killed this team yet. <laughs> yeah. Normally, not yet. normally, not yet. normally by normally by this time when we get to a FanDuel team, someone has selected someone at like ten thousand five hundred, and we're playing like Denzel Mims to to get underneath the cap. The, well, when you build DraftKings lineups and you go over to FanDuel, it like totally does. It just warps your brain. Like it, it, it's know. way it is it is way different because <laughs> yeah. you can't punt re- you can't punt receiver like you can at, on DraftKings. No, you're drawing you're drawing so dead. All right, who, does anybody have a strong take? I know it's my pick, but I, I can't say I have. Hardman is playing more than ten snaps. He could have been. He was activated off the IR last week. They and if they were playing someone other than the Texans, he would have been in. Yeah, I mean, he, I think he'll return to his earlier role that we saw in, earlier in the season. Um, I'll actually go Camara here. 
I was gonna. gonna go. Oh, okay. Sure. That's yeah. yeah. That's fine. I was just scrolling through pricing. I think he's he stands out. Uh, hopefully, people are scared to play him. I I mean, the, the, it's, the not, it's not there. about it's not about fright. It's about tilt. People people are going to be so mad about him yeah. screwing them over last week. What what defense do we have in there? The Falcons. Uh, we haven't yeah, picked that, one. Sure, whatever. Uh, I think our last wide receiver is Ayuk. Then we can fit Ayuk for the run back. We yeah, solved it. There you go. Solved it, mate. There Easy we go. Game. Easy game. All right. Yeah, these te- this is uh, you know, and putting together a non-dead team. You 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 do actually love to see it. Um all right, yeah, I mean, tight ends. What do you what do you do? What do you I H- Hawkinson is my call. Hawkinson is going to have 80 yards and a touchdown here against the Giants. It's got to happen eventually, right? <laughs> he continues to get the targets. Well, he he's also uh he's also leverage on um Daniel Bellinger in the same game, who is thirty three hundred, played like every snap since coming back from that eye dislocation. People love playing Daniel Bellinger. People love playing Daniel Bellinger. <laughs> Davis Maddox loves playing Day. No, I, that is not that is not true. Yes, it is. You have a, I would, you have an I would obsession with Tanner Cager. Hudson and Dan, Daniel Bellinger. What about Lawrence Cager on the Thanksgiving Day slate? It's just that whoever starts a tight end for the Giants plays every snap. I mean, it doesn't matter. They could be bringing out. Reeves' 17-year-old son who's a Giants fan at tight end, and they'd be like, all right, dude, you gotta you gotta play 97% of the snaps. Wow. Producer Sosa just killing it with the graphics today. We we love to see it. I mean This is the it, Bellinger it, week, though. It does feel like it does feel like Fant is probably gonna be the guy who ends up most overowned relative to his projection. Yeah, me. probably. Not great, but what can you do? I don't know. Does anyone? Does anyone got other others? I mean, I just have very few uh, tight end takes because it seems like a really bad position, even relative to normal. I don't know. Is there who is the who is the uh, the the guy who's going to end up getting steamed? Is it is it just Bellinger? Is Chig yeah, is Chig actually a leverage play this week? Is Chig Conqua actually a leverage play because everyone's going to forget about him? And no, and obviously Malik Willis is going to throw like six passes, yeah. but maybe and Burks maybe, will probably play too. Yeah, he's been he's listed as probable on a Wednesday, so I guess he probably will. Damn. I need somebody to tell me to stop playing Mark Andrews with with Hunley at QB. Never, never surrender, dude. Never surrender. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we we just got it. We I, well, maybe this will do it for you. He's not had better than six catches, a touchdown, or sixty-five yards since week six. That's been that's been. Tough scenes out there. I mean, like that whole this, offense, this, man, has just been so, so bad. bad. I keep thinking Huntley has it in him to like get me twenty DK points, and it's just <laughs> it doesn't seem to be happening. Well, he did have that one game last year. <laughs> yeah, and that's the one that I keep remembering. Um, yep, Andrews had two touchdowns, one hundred thirty-five yards in that game. And they'll I mean, never. Yeah, everyone brought up when he when Jax got hurt. Everyone was like brought up the Huntley splits last year immediately. We're like, yeah, <laughs> Not it's quite. been rough. Uh, yeah, what since week seven, twenty two catches, two hundred forty seven yards, no touchdowns for Andrews. Like seems like on un- like like a guy that could could can't even have a line like that. Right. That's wild. Especially with no wide receiver still. They're still trying out Demarcus Robinson as the wide receiver one. Oh man. And and uh, Robinson too is like uh, like his projection looks even better this week because Duvernay's out. Toughest, toughest of scenes. 
I don't know. I'm it's trying to. I'm trying for. I actually kind of like Andrews now. That we're walking through it. Like maybe it's just tight end, and every time you just see a warm body, you're like, ooh. <laughs> like yeah, but yeah, Falcons yeah. was a good matchup. Like man, they have to be able to throw on the Falcons, right? You would think so. You, I mean, it's but it's it's like I mean, who? Yeah, literally, who knows? You know, they might decide it's too cold and it's J.K. Dobbins' season. Maybe Dobbins is a play. We we haven't said no. I don't. We have not mentioned his name at all. But back to I, I was encouraged by him leading the running backs and snaps back to back weeks after how bad. I, I know he had the 100 yard game when he came back, but he looked horrible. Like it looked like he couldn't even get up to full speed. So maybe it's maybe it's Dobbins season. I don't know. I, I don't think I can talk myself into that one. It's tough because he keeps openly saying he's not there yet. Like anytime you hear the player, because you never really hear players like talk like that. He's like, no, nah, right. I'm not even. He's like, I'm not there yet. And I'm like, oh man, if he's telling me he's not all right, like <laughs> I can't play him, right? And then he just it's like a hundred yard game. It's like, damn it, I didn't get any of that. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it's not. It's not what you want, but I, I guess. I, I mean, Tight end is terrible. Co- oh my god, the man. Oh, that is foul. That looks so bad. I guess. I guess I probably am not. I guess oh, I'm probably the not. Knee? I didn't. That, I, I didn't. What see is it, that? I heard it. That's J.K. That's Dobbins. It. That's J.K. Dobbins' surgically repaired knee, bro. Uh, okay. What? Hear me out. Will Disley as leverage on the Noah Fant shot? <laughs> he's cheaper. I think he's got more no. touchdowns on the year, and he has played. He, I mean, he plays about fifty percent of the snaps. Yeah, he he, he, has, he has three. He does block a lot. He did have three touchdowns the first month of the season. I don't know. That's that's all I got. I mean, it's just rough out there, man. What are you gonna do? It's, what are you it's gonna terrible. do? They're they're all bad plays. What do you want to say? They are. They are. Last week I was plays. on Fanduel. I was like on principle. I was like, I'm only gonna play Darren Waller because he's 5100. I was like, who cares about the rest? It's and you know, I, I mean, wanted to play. It. He 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 did, he ended up not being very owned, right? No, he was it, like it was yeah. later news. Yeah, it was like he was like 10, 15%. But I was just like on FanDuel because who cares, right? Like I was like 5,100. I'm just yeah. taking this price and, and playing him. Um, it didn't matter because I had so much Miles Sanders. So Miles Sanders. Who could trust Nick Sirianni? All right, Tuttle. It's been building. Give us a terrible take. It's Derek Young. That's the terrible take. No, just no. It is. I'm it making is. you, I'm making him nope. do a better terrible take than this. No, that's it. I mean, I've, I have plenty of other terrible takes. Like, it finally is a Bellinger week. It's finally a Gabe Davis week. Malik will leverage off uh, off the, the Minshew price point and uh, Henry ownership. Uh, but it, it's Derek, Der, Derek Young. He's scoring a touchdown, man. Shit. All right. I, I, I can't. I guess, I guess if that's. You're telling me case. he can't beat out Penny Hart for snaps? Come on. <laughs> I mean, I'm just like. It's probably like they haven't thrown to a third wide receiver all year, and Godwin's just going to be the second one. No, Goodwin's not like my take. My take here, and this maybe this is why it's terrible. Goodwin's going to be what Goodwin has been. Is my take. He's not going to earn extra targets. DK Metcalf is going to earn those targets, and then the the overflow is going to go to uh to my man Darik. I can't even pronounce the the, the kid's name, but yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. I mean, I guess I I I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to you. Uh, Reeves, give us give us your big takeaways. Where uh, where are we at, man? Uh, you, oh, you want a terrible take? I a terrible take. Uh, a nor like a fine take. 
just like give just give me give me give me something to take away as I'm making my teams on Saturday morning. Uh, let's do uh, DJ Moore has his, the most receiving yards of his career. <laughs> what, right. you, what's what's the number off the top of your head? Uh, it's got to be it. like 160, right? Something like that. Okay. So uh, there you go. We got the uh, the Derek Young and uh, DJ Moore. Del, uh, Dennis. Yeah, Dennis okay. Jr. Uh, let's see. What what is his actual uh, one fifty seven? One fifty seven. Oh yes, yeah. so that's one sixty. As I was thinking, it was gonna get us there. All right. Against one fifty seven against Detroit in two thousand eighteen. Oh, it's, one, it's all coming back full circle. He had he had one fifty two against. Yo, oh, there you go. Same team. Yeah, you look at actually look at his his four highest receiving yards games. Two of them came against the Lions. We we literally we plugged ourselves into the matrix. We, we sat here long <laughs> enough. We got, we got soccer it. Dave. Soccer Dave was not here to distract us, and we got as deep into the matrix as we could possibly get. And we solved the team versus player context. And we are we're going to solve it with DJ Moore. Uh, everyone, follow Reeves on Twitter. Read his content over at Sharp Football. Listen to the shows. Do the thing and. Uh, Reeves and I will be back tomorrow. Well, I'll see him in about uh, 14 hours. Here we'll be we'll be podcasting tomorrow. Tuttle, uh, you know, I hope that I hope that Will Disley outscores Tariq Young so that my terrible take can out terrible yours. And uh, yeah, guys, we'll be back next week with another surprise guest. And maybe Soccer Dave will do his job and figure out the internet situation so that he can actually host the program later. Do you everybody. think it's on purpose? No, he literally is just he literally is just irresponsible, bro. He, he doesn't he, care. He doesn't care. And the, the most annoying thing is that I know he's got to work from home, so I don't understand how he can have choppy, shitty internet while working from home. I what don't do you know. think he and does thought, when he works from home is the question. It's just his internet's obviously not tested enough. Well, are his are here's the thing. His kids are old enough to be in school all day, right? So like working yes. from home for him might be like the vacation. You know, like he just gets yeah. to sit and be in his quiet house for a little while, you know? I don't know. May I and he didn't even go to Dairy Queen. You know, he didn't even go to Dairy Queen to yeah, stop. Yeah, he didn't even give us the attempt. <laughs> so he really he really didn't care today. Um tough scenes. All right, everyone. We're getting out of here. Good luck. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Run, run good this next week.